Tonight is one of my favorite nights of the whole year. Tonight, you guys don't get to hear from me. Tonight, you get to hear from your peers, and you get to hear about all the amazing things that God did in their life at Tuscarora. And this is so powerful, because it's easy to write someone like me off. Like, this is my job. I get paid to be here. I speak on a weekly basis. But tonight, you hear from kids that are living through some of the same things that you guys are going through. And no one's paying them to come up here. They're coming up here to share their heart with you because God did something radical in their life, and they want to share it tonight. And what happened there is hard to sometimes put into words, but I'm so excited to hear all the different testimonies because I know God did things that I don't even, uh, haven't even heard the stories yet. So I am just so excited. So one by one, your peers are going to come up and share a little bit about what God did during the trip. So who is going to be that brave first? Wow, there is no delay. I had like a slideshow of my kids I was ready to do. Like, you're totally messing this up. No. <laughs> okay. So you're just going to go right into it? You don't yeah. want any questions? Yeah. All right, Pat, let's hear what you got, bud. Okay, so my name is Patrick. If you all didn't know, I was the one brutally um, subtweeted in that video. Sub-tweeted. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to go through it day by day. Um, I oh, my gosh. <laughs> we got like a five-minute cap on this. Know, okay. It'll be fine. So as, um, as we went to Tusk, um, it's my last Tusk, if you guys didn't know. So I really want to take advantage of every single moment I can get with God. And I really just wanted to make this Tusk, like my last Tusk, the best Tusk that I possibly could make it. So, and there's a verse that I'm, that I'm really passionate about that... Um, like really like makes that known. It's Hebrews 4.16. It says, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And I'll just fast forward to the first worship session. Um, I really wasn't like that into it. I really just like was, I don't say I was like really tired. I was shy. <coughs> so what I really like got from that is that I gave up on worshiping God on the first day of Tusk, which is, I regret till this day. And um, what I really got from that is that we should never, as Christians, give up on God because God never gave up on us in the end. So that was really powerful for me to think about while I was writing this. So down to day two, um, first off, we had some really good food, like honestly, A1 food, like legit, top of the line legit. food. Um, my table was very much mean to me about the Salisbury steak because I ate the Salisbury steak. All right, we'll talk about it later. Uh, it was great. So I thought it was good. It was, it was I took some back with me. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, so during the quiet time, um, I really wanted to establish myself and set my and set ground so I can really again, take advantage of the, of the rest of this entire trip and just make it the best that I possibly could. So the um, story in the Bible that I usually really go to to set like my foundation is the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And if you, got, if you guys aren't familiar with that story, it's basically like, reef, like finding your faith in God and that it should never be, like I guess, like broken. Because in the end of the st- in, in the story, these people were being pur- persecuted for their religion, and um, <laughs> Nico just texted me. Um, never mind. 
Um, so yeah, and then I usually just read that story to set my, to self myself like up for greatness. Um, and then the second day of worship, <laughs> the second day of worship was so powerful because there's something that like I'm really regretful for, and that was my purity throughout my entire life. And um, just so much of my life, I've been impure, and just like I've done so many things that are just like so bad, and I just I regret it to this day. And um, as we went up to put, what was it, our, <laughs> our like, in the trash, like, what he called it. Cloth. No, but, like, the thing that we wrote down, like, what he On a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so I wrote down that um, I hated being unpure. I wanted to throw it out. I kind of wanted to get it out, like, out of my life and everything. I kind of wanted to, like, establish myself as a man of God um, as I leave green room. So after that, I put my piece of paper into the trash. <laughs> and um, Ben grabbed my <coughs> arm, and he said that, man, I just feel like you're going through such a hard time, and I just want to pray for you. And at the end of his prayer, he said, in the eyes of the Lord, you are now pure. It's like I needed to hear that because as I go to college, I'm going to be tempted by so many horrible things like drinking, drugs, and all that kind of stuff. And I think I really need to hear that so I can, in my mind, say that I'm a pure person in, in the eyes of, of the Lord. So I can just have that motivation every single day. Um, and then the last day, um, there's this quote that... I have no idea who it's from, but I just remembered it when I was writing this. It said, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. I have no idea what it's from, but yeah. So if any of you didn't know, um, through 11th grade to 12th grade, I was going through like a really tough time in my life. I was doubted. I was, rumors were spread about me that weren't true. Me and this person had a relationship. And it just ended in pure, it went up in flames right in front of my face, and it was horrible. Um, I, it was so bad that I just didn't want to come here. I didn't want to come to Sunday service because I was just so torn up about it. And um, I felt like God wasn't there for like a really long point in my time, in that, in that period of time. And then I found myself in my living room. When I was, lit, I, was, I was watching a video, I wish I could find it so I can give it to you guys, but I couldn't. So um, It basically says, when, God is in, when you think that God isn't there, he's really there just in the, uh, like on the sideline. He's really there just to like, guide you through life. And I don't think I recognized that at that time, but I really needed to see that video again. But again, couldn't find it, so... <laughs> So, <laughs> so when we went to Tusk and I was talking with um, Ben and I really just thought that things weren't going to get better, things were horrible and these rumors weren't going to die down and he told me that, I, I was talking to him about the situation, he was like, today, after today, all those rumors will be gone, you will have new friends and you will have people that love you and and just like guide you through life. The craziest thing after that day, people were instantly nice to me. I had like people that I could go to and then I actually DM'd Ben and I, t and I told him about it and he said one thing, that's, a God, that's God right there. That was all God right there. 
Um, oh, yeah. So, and then when you said that um, you were like, we got to get uncomfortable with ourselves sometimes, and we started praying for leaders, I thought that was very powerful. And I usually don't come up for prayer sometimes. I'm just so scared that about talking about my life sometimes. But you said get uncomfortable, so it really inspired me to go out and do it. And then I wasn't going to do it until my cousin Dan went up to go uh, pray for Brady. And I felt really motivated by that because it really told me, why can't I do it? Why can't I go up, get, for, get prayer, and pray for one of our leaders? So when I went to go talk to Brady, uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit was just talking through me. And I feel like Bray and I have this like weird connection somehow that him and I have the same like life as we were as kids sometimes. It's weird, but, and then after that, I feel like I could, as Joey said, walk on water. And then I prayed for Joey, which was amazing. And then Joey's my cousin, if you didn't know, so. <laughs> yes, he's my cousin. So, and then as I was praying for Joey, I was like, I wasn't even making sentences, really. I was just making words into one, like, cluster of a paragraph, I guess you could say. But it really felt like the Holy Spirit was just talking through me. And so, really, my taking from that was you should really always get prayer. It really helps in such a big way. And you should always pray for those people that help you through your, your tough times. I know after Tuscarora, it's been maybe 13 days after Tuscarora, and I pray for each and every single one of these leaders every single day. And I think it's just great. So I'm going to go to the funniest moments because I know, how this, I know how this works. And I say the first funniest moment was that um, the senior girls and the senior guys are very close. So we wanted to talk outside of the window because the Wi-Fi wasn't really working that day. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and um, our window had a screen, and the girls' windows didn't have a screen. <laughs> Safely, yeah, bottom line. So Dan decided to take out the screen, and it fell out two stories. And <laughs> did you know about this? Yeah. Here you go. So yeah, it fell down, and then other things proceeded to fall down, and Brady kindly got all of our stuff. What a guy. And then these two other people who were at the retreat yelled, <laughs> yelled at us, and they were like, go to sleep! <laughs> it, it was like 11 o'clock at night. Like, no one was asleep at that point. And then the second one was when the guys decided not to wake up, and we woke up at like, what, 9.45, and then this girl, Hannah, who's not here today... The giant one, the tall one. <laughs> Dang it, you're recording this. Um, <laughs> and uh, she was banging on our door really loudly, and we woke up. And Dan and Phil were really mad at Hannah, but I went out there, and I was like, that was the funniest thing you've possibly ever done. It was, nine, it was, it was like 9.45. When was quiet time, 9.45? Yeah, that's it, though. <laughs> Good job, Pat! Yay! Thanks, Pat. <laughs> it was. Good, you don't have to raise your hand. This isn't school. You can just come on up. Hey. All right. Hi, Hannah. So, Pat. Hey, Bella. <laughs> hey, Bella. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so I didn't really plan a lot okay. at all. Um, Kat kind of set the bar really high. Um, all right, so this isn't really going to mean anything to anyone except maybe Andrew. But um, so if you guys don't know, I'm Hannah, but nobody knows me by that. Um, <laughs> and um, so I lead worship at my school. And something that Ben said was true worshipers. Uh, worship in spirit worship, and truth. Yeah, yeah spirit, truth, truth, and vulnerability. And that meant a lot to me. And then after that, I think it was that day, um, I went up to prayer. I went up for prayer about that from you, I think. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> um, and I prayed um, for so many people. Just <laughs> no, like blast, blast, blast. <laughs> um, and what else? And so he's. He said um, that I need to worship by myself and not just on stage, and that meant a lot to me, even though I already do that, but it kind of like, I don't know, put me in a different perspective. And that same day, I was talking to Trin, and she said the exact same thing to me, and I didn't bring that up to her at mm -hmm. all, and it was, it was crazy. It's cool. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is God talking to me. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's really it. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> Who's coming up next? No. Leave Jeffrey alone if he doesn't want to come up. Someone else? Micah. Brooke. Give it up for Brooke. Hey, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hi. Okay, so I have a little list. Go for it. So first is the stuff that I thought Ben said, and it was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. That God isn't a feeling, but he's a father. Mm, that's good. And that you just don't feel him, and he's not just, oh, I felt the tingle. or Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he's a father who loves you, and he supports you. And <laughs> so, yeah. And the second one was forgiveness. And there's not, there wasn't an issue where I didn't forgive anyone, but I just felt very moved by when he said that you have to forgive and when he was talking about David and dropping the cloth it just mm. like something broke in me and I don't exactly know what and yeah I just thought that was amazing yeah <laughs> and I also struggle with anxiety and just stress and I usually don't talk to anyone during midterm or final week like it's terrible and what he said was the battlefield begins in the mind mm. and that really stuck with me and night to worship was my favorite worship because I would look up and I just saw Anthony go over to Ian or Kate or whoever was playing and just showing him like what to do. And <laughs> That's why it was your favorite? Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Because just because it kept on going and yeah, it, yeah. it didn't stop and I didn't want to leave. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you can one go. more song. Yeah. Yeah. You could be like, okay, we're kind of it's kind of done. We're just gonna chill. And I mm. just wanted to sit and I did. That's and cool. It was amazing. And night three, when it was praying for the other for leaders and everyone else, uh-huh. I felt very le- uh, very led to talk to you, and I was very very nervous. <laughs> And then someone walked up to you. I was like, okay, I can kind of <laughs> chill. But then all of a sudden, my shift went to Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, God, just kind of give me the words and give me the courage. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, my feet just started moving. Wow. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> and I walk up to her and I smile and I was just like, hi, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> and then, so I prayed and she grabs both of my arms at the end and goes, that hit the home. That hit home. Mm-hmm. That hit the spot, and that just felt very good. And I prayed for five people in total that night. Wow. Six people, and um, three were th- three were told directly and indirectly that that was what hit home and that wow. was what they needed. That's and cool. That was amazing. And then here's a little story. <laughs> um, as that as night three was kind of coming going to an end. Um, I went over to a group of friends, I'm not going to point out any names, but one person was scared to go up for someone, and I just went with them, and I was kind of talking them through it and trying to encourage them, and they go, will you come with me? And I did, and I was like listening to this person pray for the other, and I was just like, oh my gosh, why would they be so afraid? They're (laughs) amazing. (laughs) And then at the end, you know, when we finished praying, she was like, thank you so much. Wow. You know. And I was like, you did amazing. That was totally from God and just absolutely amazing. (laughs) Um, My quiet times uh, were amazing, too. Mm. As I listened to my Spotify playlist, and um, one day I found my quiet time turned from my regular notes to the prayer that I was trying to pray. And just, it makes no sense whatsoever, (laughs) but it's still, it just was so moving Hmm. that it just turned into my own prayer and I just I love that um I think it was night two um I saw the provision that I've been battling with for three years and Grace knows Lacey knows uh Jamie and Jess know and not a lot of people know and I just saw it so clearly and any other time that I thought I saw it I didn't know if I was subliminally priming my mind to see it and it was just clear as day and it just looked like stars Mm. and then it just molded into a picture and then I cried with grace for like five minutes (laughs) (laughs) Um, and something that Andrew said to me really hit home and it was just in a regular conversation and some of you may know I grew up with Joey and Andrew and Katie Rivera and I, sometimes I feel like, you know, oh, I'm just here, and, you know, it doesn't make that big of a difference. And Andrew had said something to me like, I watched you grow up, and it was a lot of fun to watch that, but now that you're in youth group and I'm watching you and your relationship grow with the Lord, it's just amazing to see that and amazing to see the woman that you're becoming. So that was, That's cool. that really gave me peace. And lastly, ever since that tusk, my life has drastically changed. Mm. There's a peace in my mind for all of the um, st- 
stuff that's been going on, my mood's been uplifted and my quiet times wow. are just so powerful and yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Thanks, Brooke. <laughs> Philly Love. Give it up for Philly. Why'd you come up? I can ask you questions. Right. For you, Phil, what was the most powerful moment of the weekend? Um, definitely whatever night that it was like, take the cloth that you're holding yeah. on to and just like throw it out. Because I was like, I've been like struggling with like this one thing, hmm. and I'm not going to like name it, but like yeah. it was like for like the longest time, and I finally was able to just be like, like no more. And cool, just man. like take and just really throw it out and yeah. I was able to embrace what was to come after it and all the good things that's going to come from it. Wow, that's yeah. awesome, man. Um, what was your funniest memory? Um, that's a tough one. I'm not going to take yours. <laughs> uh, probably the fact that Ben was like dying every single night. Like he was like coughing up a storm. And then everyone was like getting sick from it and then I was like, oh, I'm fine and now my throat so <laughs> it's like two weeks later. Yeah, You're still blaming Ben? I'm not blaming <laughs> Ben. <laughs> it's Ben's fault. Um, what are some things that you felt like God did in your life that's still happening now? So something that he did at Tuscarora that you still feel like he's working in you now currently? Um, probably just like being able to listen to him. And it's like... I always thought that hearing from God was going to be like an actual voice. Hmm. And sometimes for some people it definitely is. But I've learned that like now, like I'm able to see that it's not and it's more of a feeling for me. And I'm able to really just like listen. And, and the last night when you told us to like pray over the leaders and like Ben was saying, to, and you, or you were saying to just like tell God that like you're available. Like I've been praying that every single hmm. day since then and I'm able to, even if like I don't see it I'm sure that like God's using me in more ways than I was before awesome us, yeah awesome so just lastly what's one thing you would say to someone that's sitting in the room tonight that could encourage them if maybe if they're in the middle of some doubts or just not sure if God's real or just hurting deeply tonight what would you say to them um well for starters like don't take uh, for granted the leaders in this room because they've all just like they all love everyone here and like I've seen it and everyone else has seen it probably so if you're doubting things and you need someone who's really gonna like help you out with that definitely talk to one of them and another thing is like if you were at Tusk or even if you weren't at Tusk like like this thing says like it doesn't have to stop at Tusk mm -hmm. so, like what you were going through there and like I know like I've never felt closer to the God, to God than when I was there. Mm. It doesn't have to stop there. Yeah. Like you, you could still grow and get even closer. So don't give up on the feeling that you felt there, even if you're not feeling it now, because you were only feeling it there because you were surrounded by so many people, and there, you weren't surrounded by the world. You were surrounded by people who love you and people who are in love with God. Um, so it's difficult now to feel what you felt there, but still pursue it, like 110% pursue it. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Billy. Dan, what's up, bro?
so I didn't expect to come up at all. <laughs> um, Good for you, man. So I had a whole thing that was running through my head, and I'm like, I should say this, say this, I just forgot all of it. So, <laughs> um, I'm just going to start. I guess I'll start with saying um, when I got there, the first two nights, uh, worship-wise, I thought I kind of started to feel things, and I thought I was, like, getting closer to God, and I, I'm just like, I saw, like, all the people around me, like, crying and, like, really like, getting into it, and I'm like, well, like, I guess I just don't cry. I'm like, whatever. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of kept going on. I'm like, let's just, you know, keep going, keep worshiping and everything. And then the second night also, after we threw away our uh, cloth, we, um, I w Brady prayed for me, and that was uh, probably the start of the whole, like, mm -hmm. I really started to feel everything. And then the last night was definitely the best night for mm -hmm. me. Um, then I think the best part of the entire trip was when you said that we need to start when you pray for the leaders. Yeah. That was probably the best part of the entire trip at first. I saw Brady, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go up to Brady, I'm going to pray for him because he prayed for me and I'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> and then as I started praying, I'm like, wow, this is actually really awesome. I like really got into it. And then I sat down and I was talking to God and then he told me to go pray for Anthony. So mm -hmm. then I prayed for Anthony. And it's just, it felt so amazing. And then I mm -hmm. sat down, I'm like, all right, God, I'm done, I'm good. And then <laughs> <laughs> I looked over at Janie, and he's like, all right, go pray for Janie. So then I prayed for Janie, and then I sat down again. <laughs> and then Phil was sitting next to me, and he's like, all right, pray for Phil. So <laughs> nice, <dude. laughs> So then I prayed for Phil, and it was just, it was so powerful, and mm -hmm. I never experienced anything like that. And yeah. I was just, I was so shocked. And then... Like a couple minutes later, Phil prayed for me, and I just started bawling, and I didn't mm -hmm. even know why, and everything just hit me at once, and it was mm, ridiculous. Cool. And then a couple minutes later, Jamie came over me, and she told me that she realized things that she never realized before with God, and when I prayed for her, and that really hit me, and mm -hmm. that stuck with me, and cool. it was amazing. That's really cool. <laughs> and the one thing that Ben said, or you said, I, uh, sorry. He gets I all my her. credit. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is don't go back to your comfort zone. That really stuck with me. And when I've, I've been, I started a prayer journal this week. I don't like talking because it creeps me out. I started this prayer journal. And every night in the prayer journal. <coughs> sorry. Spirit of Ben is upon me. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, I've just been writing about God don't put me back in my comfort zone keep me out of my comfort zone and it's just it's definitely the most powerful thing that came to me and let, this year was definitely the most fun I've had the most spiritual experience I've had at Tusk and it was just so amazing I feel so much closer to God now mm -hmm. if anyone hasn't gone to Tusk you really 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 should go to Tusk it's, um, it's so amazing uh, so now the serious part is done let's about a couple funny parts. <laughs> um, I'm gonna steal Pat's when I. Okay, so I'll explain it better because I was the person that did it. So we were FaceTiming the girls who were across the room from us, and we just they just kept like hanging up because the connection was bad. And then apparently they had their window open and they like they kind of like held it open, but they didn't like fully take it off. And then I'm like, I want to do it too. So then I like kind of went into it and I like rammed my head right into the uh, screen and it just fell. I, just started, <laughs> I think I fell to the floor. I was dying laughing so hard. 
And then the girls dropped their two uh, soda bottles. So that fell. And then I was about to go out, and then Brady came in and saved us, and he went and got, got into all of it. And then he, like, Brady threw all the stuff up from the ground. <laughs> I took all that. And then um, these, yeah, the two girls that walked by, they were like, can you be quiet? We're trying to sleep. And I'm like, you're outside. You're not trying to sleep. Anyways. <laughs> That's a good I'm point. Like, you I'm like, you're outside walking at 1230. At <laughs> we're trying to sleep. to sleep. And then, so, then I went to go deliver the bottles back to them because I didn't really want them. And, and then Jamie was, like, in Paw Patrol. And she <laughs> so I was kind of like, no, no, I'm just delivering something. And yeah, Jamie, so you say Jamie was, like, Paw Patrol? Is that no, what he said? Paw Patrol. Oh, I, I watched too much Paw Patrol. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, yeah. So Tusk is fun. Yeah. Awesome, Dan. Good job, bud. How are you guys doing? Is everyone doing good? We still can do a couple more? Are you guys winding down out there? All right. Allison, what's up, girl? Yo, where are your shoes at? <laughs> oh, okay. Allison, if you didn't know, a.k.a. Bush. <laughs> and the first night, Ben spoke about um, David and Goliath, and one of the things he said was he was enslaved to the giant before he even fought him, he being Saul. Yeah, that's good. And I was just thinking on it after, like, he preached and everything, and I was, I, um, I'm actually very fearful. I fear everything. I fear rejection and uh, not being good enough for God and stuff like that. And I just thought I was enslaved to the fear before I even knew that I was afraid of it. And, you know, that just stuck with me. And then... You took a lot of notes. I did. You're going straight to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and um, on night three, Ben also spoke about comfort is the enemy of calling. Hmm. And... Uh, it just spoke to me because I was so comfortable in the way that I was living my life as a, like, semi-Christian, if you will, like, Christian at church and then not at school. I would be totally different. Mm -hmm. And it just stuck with me because I was so comfortable in that lifestyle that I didn't realize that what I was doing was wrong. And I now realize that, like, I have to be a Christian all the time because that is what God wants. And, yeah. you know. Um, and the third night was my favorite night because Joey, you asked us to go pray for everyone. And I just felt like God was calling me to pray for Brady. Like, he was just Brady, Brady, Brady. Everyone so prayed for Brady that <laughs> night, I guess. <laughs> so I just went and I prayed for Brady, but I didn't feel accomplished. Like, I felt like God was telling me to go and pray for you, Joey. And I did. <laughs> but and Brady first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> um, but I still didn't feel accomplished. And even though, you know, I prayed for leaders, I felt like God was telling me to pray for my peers and, like, my friends. So, like, I just felt like God was praying, tell, like, telling me to pray for Patrick. So I did. <laughs> and then I still didn't feel accomplished. <laughs> so I prayed for a bunch of my other little friends over here. Hannah Banana, you know. Hi. 
uh, Lila and, you know, everyone, and I just felt like God was just speaking to me in that moment, and I didn't really think, you know, I thought God would, like, speak to me in, like, a big wave of, like, emotion and stuff like that, but it's not. God is more of a whisper, and he whispers his will unto you and what he wants you to do and what you should do with your life, and that's it. Awesome. Thanks, Allison. <laughs> Lukey, what's up? Okay, so Luke, what was the most powerful moment for you? Um, probably quiet time. So one time it, it was raining, I think it was the first time we did it, and there was a gazebo, and before I went to the gazebo, I went to like this little garden off the side of the rooms, but I didn't go there because the water kept falling on me, <laughs> and then I went to the gazebo, and I was, at the time, I guess, nothing, I didn't know what the God, God was trying to speak to me, and I was sitting at the gazebo, and the gazebo is aligned in a circle, huh? Yeah. There's only one way out of the gazebo. <laughs> and God was telling me, there's only one path that you can take towards me. Even if you mess up, that path will always be there. So you come back, can come back to me. And then the second quiet time, I, I went out of my slippers, because I forgot my shoes in the room, and it was locked. <laughs> And then I, I was in the gazebo for a bit, and I was like, last year we went on this hill. There's like a really big <coughs> hill at Tuscarora. So I went up. I didn't know there was two ways. I went up one way, which was like the forest way, and there was a bunch of water and trees. I got my slippers ruined. <laughs> and then, and then I, I go up there, and I see my brother, and he's just chilling up there. And I go, how'd you get up there? There's only one way. And he goes, no, there's two ways. And I got, and I was thinking to myself, huh, how does that relate to something right now? And then the other way was so easy. You just walk up the little grassy hill there. And I felt like God was trying to tell me there's two ways. There's one where you mess up and you're going to have to be disciplined even though there's still grace. You're still going to get to that hill. But there's always an easier hill that you can take by listening to God. And then the third day, I went on the right hill. And it was easier. <laughs> And then, wait, 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 okay, and then there was another time, um, it was after the cloth thing, and I forgot, No, oh, yeah, okay, so I prayed with um, Bobby, and I felt like Bobby just really spoke to my heart, and after I went up, I, I sat down, I felt like there was a burden lifted from my chest, what I was struggling with, mm. and as I walked away, and then the next night, where we prayed for all the leaders, I felt like, again, when I prayed for the leaders, that that burden was lifted even more. Mm. And that's it for the thing. And for the funny moments, um, when Grace hit Jeffrey in the head with the ball, <laughs> I didn't even know what happened until I saw Jeffrey, like, his eyes almost completely shut, just laying on the floor <laughs> in the hallway. And, yeah. And, oh, and we also, so it was me and Tomo. We were sitting down, and there were Sloppy Joes, and me and Tomo didn't want to eat the Sloppy Joes. So I go, Tomo, you won't pour the iced tea in the Sloppy Joe and give it to someone. And he goes, say I won't. I go, you won't. And he pours it in there, tries to give it to the seniors. The seniors shouldn't take it because they knew something was up with it. And then he gave it to Brady and Dan Karai. And Brady and Dan Karai loved, I feel like they loved it more than the other one. Best Sloppy Joe ever. <laughs> they gobbled it. They gobbled it. <laughs> and then 
and I, Dan goes, um, full of protein. He just pours it, and you could see the iced tea dripping off of the fire yeah. Joe. That was really funny. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. Oh, and then we told him, and then he took Tomo at night, and he just pinned him to the ground and made him apologize. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thanks, Luke. Luke. All right, we winding down. We got some more people. Tomo. Tomo. This is going to be all about AC and Brady. I'm just going to start throwing. No. <laughs> so uh, I've, this is my first time doing this, and I'm not much of a stage person, so if I start shaking and spazzing, don't, don't worry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first night was, honestly, this tusk was one of the best, was probably the best tusk I've been to. I feel like... The other tusks, like, the first two nights, at least for myself, I was just very, like, dry, you know, and not really into it. And this, this tusk, I just felt the Holy Spirit every single night, and I felt like mm -hmm. I, w I just got into it sort of every single night. And I, Ben's messages were very relatable, and yeah. they were all, they all spoke to me in mm. powerful ways. Um... The first night, it, I sort of tested God. It, I, now looking back on it, I kind of regret it, but it was it was like cool because I was like sitting down. And I was just like I see all like people praying and stuff, and I was just kind of scared. And I I like um I got my head down. I see out of the corner of my eye Jamie in the back, and I'm like God, like please just just lay her on my lay me on her heart because I was just nervous. And afterwards, she goes like, oh, I just want to talk to you. And she prays this is awesome prayer about stuff that I didn't even tell her. And that after that, I just really was shocked. And so then the second night um, was the cloth thing, and that was really powerful. Um, I wrote down two things. I'm not going to say them, but, uh, <laughs> but they, like, once I threw that trash out, that was, like, so powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the third night, I ended up, I felt godly bent on my heart, and I went up to him, and I was, I was probably shaking. I was so nervous, and I didn't know what to say. And I just felt like God wanted me to tell him that he was, that he loved him, and he was proud of him, and mm -hmm. stuff. And after that, I just sort of walked away. Ben didn't give me any sign that he needed it, but I, that was very, it, I just felt like a burden off of my heart mm. when I did that. And then after that, actually, I came up to Joey, and I asked him to pray for me, and he, he was like, like, Holy Spirit, just speak through me, and then he, he just went quiet. And he said so many th things that I didn't even know about myself, and I was so I was crying and I, it was just so powerful, and I just based what I learned out of that was that you should never be scared to ask for prayer from these people because they can tell you things that will blow your mind and that will change you forever. And I guess for funny moments, Luke stole one of mine. <laughs> um, 
Should I, should I retell it? Because I feel like you kind of sure, butchered sure. it. Sure, sure. Listen, so, so he got the first part right. I was like, oh, you won't, like, say I won't. And then I did it. And then, you know, Ben was like, oh, it's, like, because Joey and Lacey and Joe were like, oh, it came from Tomo's table. Like, I want to trust that. <laughs> and then, banger. <laughs> And then Brady and Dan were like, no, it's like pure protein. It came out of <laughs> the, the pure protein part of a cow. <laughs> like, it's Tusk food. It's not pure protein. And meanwhile, there's iced tea. In <laughs> and then later, so I heard Brady. I was, it was li like after 12, I was taking a shower and I heard Brady outside. <laughs> and <laughs> Brady's that fired. Sounds, that sounds really <laughs> wrong. Um, so I heard Brady. And then, like, I came outside when I was done. I was like, and Brady wasn't there. I was like, oh, where's Brady? He run. He basically runs in the room, runs at me, picks me up. Anthony takes my legs, and they like pin me down, twist me in ways I didn't even know was possible. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, "Tomo, apologize." And I'm like, "No, I won't." <laughs> and then, and then I ended up apologizing. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I w yeah, 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 yeah. I closed. <laughs> um, and then another funny moment. What was it? Oh, so so we were playing that game we always play every week, uh, that every, like Avalon, the the one with the H, <laughs> and and uh, so I there when if you don't know what the game is, there's good guys and bad guys, and it's not likely to be bad. And then so me, Joey, a bunch of other people playing, and I ended up being bad three times in a row. And one of the times I was this really special card that no one gets, <laughs> except one person. And Joey goes, and, and the third game, he goes, if Tomo's bad again, I'm going to throw this game out the window. And I'm like, oh, he's throwing this game out the window. <laughs> so at the end of the game, he finds out I'm bad. He opens the window, grabs the board, and I'm, I thought you were going to actually throw it out. He, like, shoves it out. And it's, it's like, I'm not sure me... I'm not sure if it was my game or Anthony's game. And I'm like, no, Joey, don't throw the game out. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I was bad three times in a row and he threw the game <laughs> out the window. But Thanks, Demo. <laughs> Give it up for Grace. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be my fifth time um, doing testimonies. And it wouldn't be my testimonies if I didn't say I was going to throw up while being up here because I don't like speaking in front of people. Um, so every year I've had something written out, um, but this year I didn't. And I think it's because I didn't want to accept that it's my senior year. Yeah. It's upsetting. Um, but I'm going to start with my, my favorite memories, I guess. So I'm going to clarify everything about Jeffrey. Um, so we were, <laughs> we're, we're in the back of the snack shop. And I walk in, and it's like Jeffrey, maybe Cade, and one other kid. And um, Jeffrey was like, oh, you guys want to play crap? <laughs> um, and so they taught me how to play crap. And I took the balls, and I was like, oh, look, I can juggle. So I was juggling. And the balls hit in the air, and it came down and hit Jeffrey right on the head because he was grabbing a ball to show me how he could juggle. So you were trying to juggle too. Um, but so it hit him and he gets a massive headache and we're, we're back in the like, end of the hallway part of Tusk. And I like, brought him all my food as, as like, like a sacrifice for what I did, you know? <laughs> and, and I was making it, it was all better. It was all good, right, Jeffrey? It was, it 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, another thing, obviously, the screen falling out of the window, but you guys heard that already. Um, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, my favorite. <laughs> um, oh, and this is another fun one. Uh, the second morning, I, Hannah asked me if I could go on a run with her. I woke up. She didn't. Um, <laughs> so I went out for, for a three-mile run. And I was just thinking. And I spent the entire time praying. And I ended up going for five miles. And it was super fun. But it was, it was a cleansing moment for me. And it, it really made that whole trip and that whole day feel a lot better because I had that time with God. Okay, and I'm going to go into my like, deep section. Um, so the first, the first day in quiet time, I, I sat there, and I, the word that came to my head was breakthrough. And I was, I was praying so, so hard that, that Ben would say something about breakthrough. And he kept saying, break the chains, but not breakthrough. And it kind of, it was frustrating me, and I was, I was very irritated. Um, and the, the last night, I'm going to skip around a little bit. The last night, it was after Joey had prayed, and Ben had prayed, and then Joey had prayed, and then Ben came back up to pray again for everybody. And, and he got really quiet, and he, he started screaming. <laughs> and he was, he was yelling, and he was like, I feel like God is asking for somebody to have a breakthrough. And it was the first time he had said it the entire night. And I just started bawling, because it was everything I had wished to happen, everything I had prayed to happen. And it was such a, a signal from God that I, I, I desperately <laughs> needed. <laughs> um, okay. So the first night um, after service, Bryn came up to me, and we had a long conversation. And I'm not one to pray over people. Like, I, used, I, I get uncomfortable really easily. Um, and after the conversation... I just felt like God was asking me to, to pray for her. So I prayed for her, and it was completely out of the norm for me. But I was like, okay, God, whatever. Um, and, and that was just amazing. And the last night, the whole night was about getting out of your comfort zone. So I felt like that was such a sign from God that he had already brought me out of my comfort zone once, that I could go and pray for a leader or for other people. And that was really cool. Um, Oh, so the second, um, no, the last night, after I had um, prayed for people, I was sitting alone, and I've been struggling a lot with my health since, like, ninth grade. And I, more often than not, have bad days, and I get really bad migraines, and I have a lot of different stuff going on. And I've been praying so hard for breakthrough with that and with all my other stuff. And, sorry, but... I just, I wanted a leader to pray for me, and I didn't want to necessarily have to approach a leader, because I felt like I needed God in the moment to speak to somebody to come to me, and when that didn't happen, I got very disappointed, so I went to walk um, over to Andrew and have him pray for me, and I felt God calling me to talk to Jamie, and so I asked Jamie if she can talk to me and sit down, and we, we sat down, and she asked me what I, what I was um, struggling with. And this is what I wrote on my little piece of paper we threw out, um, that I was frustrated with God because it has been so long since I felt good. Um, so I, I like, threw it out, and 
when she was talking to me, she started tearing up. And she said that she felt God pushing her to pray for me for that. And that this is exactly what was put on her heart, but that she didn't pursue it. And that it's crazy how God can find a way to get what he wants done, whether it be through her coming to me or me coming to her. Um, and that was really powerful. And she called over all the other girl leaders, and they all prayed for me one, for, one by one. And um, it was all about healing. And what, what I found was interesting is that like, I didn't find healing in that moment. I've had a lot of bad days since Tusk, and I've had some good days, but I found that during the bad days, I put all my focus towards God, and during the good days, I praise him that it's good, and that my perspective on life has really changed because instead of just praising him that it's good, I'm praising him that I'm alive and that every day I get to wake up and spend time with people and make relationships and develop them with everybody. And, and that he can use me through, through my life, at school, at church, anywhere. So healing doesn't come in the moment. And for any sin, for any um, condemnation you might feel, it doesn't necessarily come in the moment, but it comes in the long run. And that's what, what Ben really talked about, too, about his life. And I find that really cool, how these people in my life can really impact me and change my perspective and that God speaks through everybody. So yeah, thank cool. you. Thanks, Grace. Ian. No, no one saw it. All right, uh, I'm gonna make this really quick. Uh, I had a good tusk. A tusk is always good. I've never had a bad tusk. Um, <laughs> Andrew. Andrew prayed for me the second night he talked to me. He, he said exactly what I needed to hear. Mm. And I'm, I'm a person who I don't really always have these, like, life-changing, like, oh, my God, God just changed my entire life. And Andrew really just said that you just have to be consistent, but, like, I can't speak. Uh, okay. You have to be consistent, but you also have to seek God. And that prayerful, patient consistency is... Andrew didn't say this, is what moves mountains, and I feel like that's what God has really been, been putting on my heart. Cool, man. And I just feel like someone really needs to hear that tonight. Um, that's really all I got, because I know we're <laughs> cut short. So. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Awesome. Hey, Brent. <laughs> So I had, like, think four people pray for me. It was Lila, Grace, Shannon, and Steph. And, like, everything that they prayed was, like, exactly what I needed to hear because, like, I went through a lot this past year. And, like, I did, Lila prayed exactly what I needed to hear, and I didn't tell her anything, like, that she prayed over me. So, like, I just, I cried a lot. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and, like, the last night was really powerful because, like, when you said that we weren't gonna get anything unless we gave something. And like when we prayed for the leaders, it was really cool because like, like I just felt like satisfied after I did that because I felt like, like I needed like something more like than to just be prayed, to be prayed for, but I had to pray for someone else. Yeah. And so that was really cool, but yeah. Awesome, thanks Brian. Yeah.
Here you go, bud. Just before Cade goes, does anyone else still want to go? Just because we're running, oh, Lord. Um, all right, we have, to, we have to move it a little bit quick because we're going a little long here. Okay, so the third night was definitely the best night for me. And um, I was playing keys when Joey said the thing about the kids praying for the leaders. So I was going, like, oh, dang, I guess I can't really pray for anyone. But then, like, five seconds after I thought that, Joe came up to me and said, hey, Kate, if you want to go pray for someone, Anthony can like, come and play keys. And five seconds after that, Anthony came up to me and said the same exact thing. So then. <laughs> Confirmation. <laughs> so then I went up and paid for, prayed for Bobby. And then I sat back in my seat, and I was just, like, kind of praying to God. And I was kind of asking him, like, God, why is my mom still sick after two years? And, like, she had a great month, and the last two days weren't that good. And then I just kind of felt like God really spoke to me and showed me, like, how much progress my mom has made. She's been, like, sick for the past two, two years. <laughs> and um, and the, the question kind of changed from God, like, why this, why that, to God, why would you, like, die on the cross for me? That's cool. And, like, so I... Growing up with Pastor's kid, I've kind of always known, um, like, he was dying on the cross for me. Not that I was, like, used to it, but it was just kind of, like, I always knew it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of felt like that moment where it was, like, really became real. Yeah. So, if that makes sense. But, yeah, that's um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, Ian took me, Jeffrey, and Luke in the back to pray for us. And I just started sobbing as soon as Ian started praying for me. And then, um, I think we were all singing Reckless Love. And it was so cool to see, like, every hand raised, every, like, hear so many voices singing. And then Ben prayed for me and just touched, like, everything I was going through, like, mm. every thought of doubt or anything. So that's basically it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, we got to go quick. I, I know I saw a couple of hands, so it's now or never. And then, actually, whoever else raised their hand, come up on stage now, just so that we're not waiting. All right, so last one is Jeff- Jeffrey. No, last one is James. So, questions? You want questions? Okay, so I'm just going to give you one. What was the most powerful part of your Tuscarora? Uh, I don't even know where to start. Um, the first quiet time, I was, like, praying to God to, like, speak to me. Because, like, I've never heard God personally speak to me. And, like, I was, like, really, like, struggling. I was, like, please speak to me like you never have before. Mm-hmm. And then the next, no, the whole time I was there, I heard the words, the lyrics, my heart is held by love, so unconditional, just on my heart all day, all the whole week. And I was like, okay, well, there it is. (laughs) And I was like, it's crazy, because, like, I've, like, always grew up with, like, a Christian family, but, like, I've never really understood the fact that God loves me. And... Just, I'm, like, really terrified right now. So You're doing good. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, but, like, the whole, I was finally starting to get it, and it was, like, insane for me. So, like, the next quiet time, the second day, I was literally, like, sobbing in, like, the gazebo just because, like, it was, like, insane for me because I was, like, I don't even know what to say. Because <laughs> I was, like, finally un- starting to understand. I was finally starting hmm. to hear from God like I never had before. And... There were so many people who just came up and just talked to me or prayed for me, and you all know who you are. And it was, like, meant so much to me because 
I'm like terrified to go talk to people. I'm like such a private person and being vulnerable like actually terrifies me. So when people come and talk to me and like say stuff that they didn't even know I needed to hear is like crazy to me. And like, I don't know, it's like a really, this is like the biggest week for me, mm. like I've ever had. Wow. Um, like I didn't have like that many funny moments and I think that was God trying to make me focus more on him mm. and have fun. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was like really crazy for me. It was a really great week. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. Hurry up, get up here. No, no. Okay. All right, so I'm just as terrified to speak up here. Playing drums is totally different. Okay. All right, but um. <laughs> but um, you know, one thing that definitely stuck out to me is there's been like one specific thing I know in my life I've struggled for for years. And it's almost like sometimes you think you have one big moment where everything's gonna end, hmm. and then you don't, it doesn't, and you kind of like think about, you know, why is this happening? Like, I'm such a hypocrite, like how yeah, is this? Yeah. Um, you know, why can't I do this, God? Where are you in this? And you know, one thing that Ben brought up that spoke out to me was, um, you know, failure doesn't mean you know, you're a hypocrite in that, but yeah. what it basically does is it gives you a chance to, you know, go back to God and say, you know, and repent and be like, you know, I know I screwed this up, but you're the only person who can, you know, change this and, you know, really, I need you. And I think it was, either it's in my head that we played this or they actually played this, but it was a song, um, Pursue, and that just really spoke out to me and all this and it was really good. Cool man. Thanks so much Jeffrey. Can you ask a question? You want a question? Yeah. Um what was the most powerful <laughs> thing that happened during the trip? <sighs> okay, so I hate hearing the sound of my voice. It's you were just talking to your own voice right there? What? Did you say I hate you, the <laughs> own sound of my voice? I don't know. <laughs> so like this is this is like my best tuss. Oh, it was my first tusk. So <laughs> <laughs> it was my first best tusk, right? So. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, I'm terrified of speaking in front of people. It's all right. But you know what? I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just going to go for it. So. <laughs> like, this is my first time that I've actually felt the Holy Spirit move through me. Like, I've been to like so many churches, like with my mom, like I never found like this one church that I like liked and that I worshiped in. It's like all these churches were Hispanic, you know, they were boring, you know. <laughs> I've never heard that about Hispanic church wait, before. Wait. Normally they're awesome. No. Long yeah. I Long Island, they're trash. So, so like, it was like boring, you know, I never worshiped, like I was just there. I was like, mom, can't. I was like, Mom, can I like please leave? And it was like it was it was so annoying. But like I came to here and then like I really felt the Holy Spirit move through me. Like especially at Tusk, like I just felt him like like in ways that I've never been felt felt him before. Like 
I saw all these people crying the first two days, and like I was like, you know, I don't feel anything, and but I like I worshipped and stuff. But then the third day, it was like the best. I'm salivating. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> So whispered to me. <laughs> Go, keep going. Okay. So I was, you know, I felt the Holy Spirit move. I said like <laughs> ten billion times. So, you know, like I saw all these people crying and stuff, and like I didn't feel anything. But then like God put this like on my heart, like stuff like it's happened through my life, and like I started sobbing like for continuously. And then Ian came up to me, like grabbed me and Kate and Luke, and he prayed for us, and it's something that I like really needed to hear. So yeah. Wait, are we gonna ask another question? Um, <laughs> did you feel the Holy Spirit move? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what was your funniest memory? Oh, okay. Um, so one of my funny memories was obviously Grace like hitting me with a pool ball, but then she spoiled me with food. So <laughs> I en- I enjoyed that. Um, I was like out of it yeah. at dinner. Like, I was, like, about to fall asleep. Yeah, you were. Yeah, and it's another funny moment. You know, I had, uh, like, a lot of fun making the skits. Like, yeah. it was, like, my first time, and, like, I hate being on camera. I'm probably being... Um, <laughs> so, like, I hate being on camera, but I was, like, I, I was like I was just going for it, so, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. I hope you guys were encouraged by something that you heard tonight. Um, Next week, I'm going to talk about what we do now. Some of us had these really powerful moments, and then we come home, and it's like, where do I go from here? Like, what happens next? And a lot of us can get lost in all that, and I really hope to encourage you guys. And for all of you that weren't on the trip, I want you to know that God is active and he's real. We don't need to go anywhere to experience him. His love is available right now here and I pray that we would become a youth group that experiences his power weekly that we don't wait for a trip that we know and we take advantage of it daily guys so I hope that your hearts are encouraged I'm going to pray for you guys and we're going to sing one last song Jesus we thank you for all of the amazing things that you have done thank you that you are the God of the promise, that you are the God of the breakthrough, that there is nothing too difficult for you. I pray for everyone that is in this room tonight, God, and I especially pray for the person that feels lost, that feels confused, that feels like they could never be that person who walked up on stage and was able to share their testimony. God, I pray that tonight you would show that person how real you are. I pray that you would show that person how crazy in love with them you truly are. God, we want to know you. We want to experience you. We don't want to settle for what everyone else is doing and what everyone else is experiencing. We want you in your fullness, God. We love you so much, Father. Let 2019 be so amazing. We know the best is yet to come. We love you and pray all these things.